Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Ding dong, the winless streak is over. Edition of Flyers Daily. Dropped it back to the line. Braun with a shot up high. A save by Brossois. The rebound. Backhand. They score! Kevin Hayes bounces on it. On the backhand, he bounces it off of Brossois for his second goal of the year. And the Flyers take the 1-0 lead. On the near side, they try to bang it back out in front. Loose puck. They score! And Zach McEwen, I think, is the one. Now it's Max Wilman. Wilman fires it home and gets the goal for the Flyers to give Philadelphia the 2-1 lead. Loose puck out in front. Another chance by Hutton. Stopped by Carter Hart. Third chance. Oh, what a save Carter Hart made. Laid down the right pad and stoned the Vegas player at the side of the net. That was Matthias Janmark. Three key saves by the Flyers netminder. Clearly the first star of the game. Turi with the drive. He scores! Sean Gatourier, that's not a good goal for Brossois, but he beat him along the ice, and Sean Gatourier with a man advantage gives the Flyers the 3-2 lead. Dropped it to the point, Yano with the drive, then deflected off the end wall, the loose puck, they score! James Van Riemsdyk finally pots it in. The second time the Flyers this year have two power play goals in a game, and Philadelphia leads 4-2. All right, here we go. It is a Saturday, December 11th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez, and the winless streak has ended. Thank goodness. A 4-3 win in Las Vegas. And by the way, stick taps to Tim Saunders. I talked to him yesterday before the game, and he said it ends tonight. Wow. I predicted it was going to end the other night against the New Jersey Devils. It didn't. It did end last night, however. 4-3 the final. How about 41 saves for Carter Hart in the game? He was sensational for the Flyers, making several big saves. As you heard there in the highlight clip, three successive on one play in the third period and ultimately getting out that right pad to make the save. And uh, 44 shots for Las Vegas, 41 saves for Hart. I think he's got a record of 14-1-1 when he faces 38 or more shots in the NHL. He's what you call a high-volume shot against goaltender. Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but we'll take it. 25 shots for the Flyers. They're able to dent Laurent Brassois for four in the game. So 21 saves on 25 shots for Brassois. And the Flyers take the two points and the winless skid. And they're right back at it tonight in Phoenix against the Arizona Coyotes. And uh, they'll take another opportunity to grab two more points. And hopefully, even though the game last night against Vegas was not perfect, it was not a perfectly played game. There were mistakes, and it still wasn't a team that looks poised to go on some sort of run. But when you end a winless skid, that can just, that that weight of the winless 10 games without winning a game starts to wear you down. And when you shed that, it releases that big heavy whatever it is you're carrying on your back and your shoulders and it's gone it's in the rear view and now you can just kind of concentrate play a little more free of mind stop squeezing the stick so much stop trying to make the perfect play and make the right play and start to play on instincts and get your game in order the details of your game and the Flyers with that win last night we'll see if they can turn one win into two you know the crazy thing is before the winless skid is that they were a team that didn't lose back-to-back games the entire season. The first time they lost back-to-back games was on November 18th against Tampa and Boston on Saturday, November 20th. And that happened to be games number one and two of the 10-game winless skid. But all said and done, 
They get the win last night. Kevin Hayes opened the scoring. He had his second of the season. Said this on the postgame show with Brian Smith. The good thing about Kevin Hayes is he looked a little bit better in each game, and it's going to take some time for him because he's coming off double core surgery in the offseason. There's scar tissue to break down. There's strength to build up and you know range of motion. But the other thing is since he's come back this time, he's gotten a little better each game, and he hasn't been hampered, hasn't missed days of practice, has been, uh, hasn't been – questionable or day-to-day or anything like that. So that's good news. Maybe that portends well for his health the remainder of the season. And if he keeps improving game in and game out, he'll continue to get better for the Flyers. And he opened the scoring, had a great fist pump after the first goal of the game. Scott Lawton picked up the assist, but late in the period, it was William Carlson who got the game tied. So you have this first period, and then all of a sudden, boom, going to the intermission, and it's tied at one. You go, okay, we're back to even. Second period, Flyers gained the lead on Max Woman's first NHL goal. Patrick Brown and Zach McEwen picked up the assist. But then again, late in the second period with 18.30 or 18.30 into the period, so a minute and a half left, Pacioretty ties it 2-2. So you go into the third period, and we talk about it all the time. When you're struggling as a team, you want to boil it down to the simplest elements. And the simple element here was we're tied after two, Let's just go win the period. We'll win the game. And because of that, we'll end this winless skid. Now, I would not have predicted before this third period that the Flyers not only would win the game, but that they would score two power play goals to give them a two-goal lead in the game. At 3.54 of the third period, it was Sean Couturier on the power play. And then at 9.37, it was James Van Riemsdyk on the power play. Eventually, Max Pacioretty got his second and ninth, second goal of the game and ninth of the season on the power play for Vegas at 18-15. But the Flyers held on. And with that first power play goal at 3.54 from Couturier, Claude Giroux picked up the assist, his 13th assist of the season. And it was also his 334th power play point in the NHL which takes him to the top of the list all-time for Philadelphia Flyers players. He finally surpasses Bob Clark, 334 career power play points. And when you consider that Giroux played in, plays in this era, which is not nearly as much scoring as it was in the era that Bob Clark played, and then you consider the fact that he really has never played with a true goal scorer or sniper in his entire NHL career, and the fact that he's got 334 now power play points is pretty incredible. It's it's an unbelievable number. He's number one in the NHL since 2010 in power play points, and he's got more than more assists than Nicholas Backstrom, who just feeds Ovechkin. So it's pretty amazing the numbers that Giroux has, and he picks up a real important assist on a real important goal, which gave the Flyers the lead. And then eventually James Van Riemsdyk, who got his third goal of the season on the power play. That turns out to be the game winner. Um, Stick taps to Keith Yandel, two assists on the power play in that third period. That's good news. Travis Konechny made a hell of a play in tight quarters to get JVR that puck and just kind of delivers him a nice one. And JVR won't get many easier than that. I mean, he just bangs that home because of the great play that Travis Konechny makes. But do give JVR credit. He's in the right spot. And if you look at almost all the Flyer goals tonight, with the exception of the Couturier goal, which was just a, a one-timer, they all had a lot of traffic around Laurent Bessois, around the blue paint, making life difficult for him, taking his eyes away and taking away space. And that's why they scored the goals that they did in this game. The Wilman goal, 
all three players down around the blue paint in succession right to up to when they scored that goal. And Zach McEwen there really down low providing problems for the uh, Vegas goaltender. So Flyers did some really good things in this game. Gave up maybe too many high-danger chances, but that's why you have a good goaltender. And Carter Hart was unbelievable in the game. One other guy i got to give stick taps to is Rasmus Ristolainen. And not just for the great block shot that he had in the third period where he blocked a shot that was was probably going into a wide-open net, but just the physicality that he played with in the game, the positioning he played with. It was his best game, in my opinion, as a flyer. I thought he was excellent the entire game. And in the third period, I thought he controlled the game. And I wasn't sure if he was a guy that could control a game to that level. And maybe he can't consistently, but he did last night. I thought he was unbelievable for the Flyers, in particular in that third period, but really all game. And he brought that physical edge, but he's not letting his physical play take him out of games and take him out of position. So that's good. And that's a good sign for the Flyers. They need to get everybody kind of going again. And maybe ending this losing skid is exactly what the doctor ordered. And you face a team tomorrow night, or tonight rather, and you face a team tonight in Arizona that's obviously not a good team. We, t- we talked about the strength of schedule. Uh, I talked about it a couple weeks ago on the pod where the Flyers had the, the hardest strength of schedule to that point, and that was all the way through Colorado, as a matter of fact, and that they had the 23rd-ranked strength of schedule beyond in the NHL. So you get Arizona, who's lost four straight. I mean, they lost to Minnesota 5-2. Vegas 7-1, they lost to Dallas 4-1, and they lost to Florida 3-1. They've only scored three, five goals in their last four games, and they've actually lost six of their last seven. And the only game they won was a one nothing shutout over Winnipeg where Vimelka had to make like 50 saves for them to get the win. They have a record of 5-19-2. They last played last night, so they're also on a back-to-back. Both of them are home. Uh, but it's the Flyers and the Arizona Coyotes tonight. And the Flyers, with those two points they gained in the standings last night, let's look at the updated standings because we haven't been able to look at it and see any movement for the Flyers in so long. So now through 25 games, they've got a record of 9-12-4. They have 22 points. They're three game, or three points back, rather, of the New Jersey Devils, who have also played 25 games. They're five up on the New York Islanders who have played 22 games. Uh, Then ahead of uh, uh, the New Jersey Devils is the Columbus Blue Jackets with 27 in 25 games played, 26 games played for the Penguins at 31 points, 25 games played for Carolina at 37. The Caps are in the second spot right now, 38 points through 27 games and 26 games played for the Rangers. They're sitting in the catbird seat. They have a record of 18-5-3 on the season. Uh, They won their last one. They're 8-2 in their last 10, and they are on fire. Uh, they're leading the Metropolitan Division right now. But the Flyers, most importantly, they grab the two points. They get the monkey off their back. They got the winless skid out of the way. It's over with. Now you can just solely move forward. Mike Yo get a little time after this game against Arizona to start instilling some of his coaching philosophies and things that he wants to change and do and he can practice. Flyers will actually fly home tomorrow after the Arizona game. Won't fly on the red eye back. And then they'll be back in action coming up on Tuesday to take on the New Jersey Devils. It'll be a busy week ahead as well. Arizona tonight, 9 o'clock. New Jersey on Tuesday. Montreal in Montreal 
on Thursday, and then uh, they'll face on Saturday the Ottawa Senators before just about rounding out the year with Washington, Pittsburgh, Seattle, and San Jose. So not nearly the murderer's row of opponents coming up than we saw in this 10-game winless skid. Think about this 10-game winless skid. The Tampa Bay Lightning, Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay again in Tampa, back-to-back games in Florida with the Panthers and Tampa, then Carolina, you got New Jersey, then the game was supposed to take place against the Islanders, didn't happen, got postponed, then the Rangers at the Garden, then Tampa again, and then Colorado, and then they rounded it out against the New Jersey Devils. I mean, you look at that. They had Tampa three times. They wrapped up their season series with Tampa with three games inside the winless skid, and Tampa's playing real good right now. So they'll take the win, move forward, get back at it tonight. Quick turnaround. I like the fact that they have yet another game tonight. That's really good. You got to win. You want to make it infectious. Go out and win another one tonight in Arizona. Don't go out. And don't come back without two points against Arizona because you can you can pile four points here in the last two days if you can get that win over a weak Arizona team who they beat earlier in the season three to nothing. After the game and a record-setting night, Flyers captain Claude Giroux had a chance to catch up with Tim Saunders and Steve Coates. We have the captain Claude Giroux downstairs who I happen to notice had a long exchange with Carter Hart in the handshake line at the end of the game. Gee, what did you say to him? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I just told him, uh, you know, he battled uh, his butt off out there, and, uh, no, he made some uh, second effort saves, and when you have your goalie done, it gives gives the player some life. Gee, what did you guys think? I I, I went irate on that slashing call at Couturier at the latter part of that hockey game. Uh, I mean, I, I barely saw it. I mean, I wasn't... I mean, I was more upset that Coatsy, you were you were late for the bus before the game. But other than that, uh, uh, I didn't really see the slash. You know what? You had to bring that up, right? I mean, the, the bus is backing up. I'm waiting for the bus, and I heard you in the back. Did <laughs> it almost run over you? No, but he was yelling in the bus. He gets get going. Attention to details. Hey, G, how good does this feel to finally get this thing behind you, and now you can. Uh, Get about the business of uh, correcting things here. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been uh, it's been a tough couple of weeks for us. Uh, you know, right now the guys are working hard. We're playing as a team, and we're uh, we're trying to figure this out. Uh, all the players and all the coaches together, and um, you know, the position we are right now, it's not great. But, you know, I just uh, ba- ba- baby steps right now, one game at a time, and uh, if we do that, uh, I'm sure we'll climb my back and. Uh, in the standings. I, I know after a skid like you guys have been through, individual things are not what you're thinking about, but I'd be remiss to ask, to not ask about the fact that you have now the most power play points of any Philadelphia Flyer in team history. Is that meaningful to you at this point? Uh, of course. I mean, just uh, you know, the, the organization's unreal. I've been uh, very lucky to be part of this organization for so many years, and uh, I mean, uh, it helped a lot with uh, uh, the guys I had on the power play with me for for so many years and uh you know uh it's uh it's obviously a, a great honor well two power play goals in the third period got it done g congrats on the win get this thing uh, this win streak behind you and uh, good luck tomorrow night in arizona all right thanks guys flyers captain claude Giroux, after breaking bob clark's record for power play points as a philadelphia flyer now 334 in his nhl career and i just like the fact that 
he decided to break the stones of Steve Coates. So great job by El Capitan, and uh, great job on the ice as well. Uh, Everybody, thanks for listening. Flyers and Arizona tonight. We'll break it down tomorrow on a brand new edition of Flyers Daily. Star again, there I go.